Today on Marketing Against the Grain, we're doing half-baked marketing ideas. We solicited companies from all over the internet, and we've got some good ones. We're talking about Riverside FM and Cameo.com on the podcast today. We're going to give them some wacky and crazy ideas that they can take to their businesses, but you can also take a lot of those lessons and apply them to your business as well. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Marketing Against the Great, your podcast for how to grow in counterintuitive ways. I'm your co-host, Kit Bodner. I am joined, as always, by my fearless co-host, Kieran Flanagan. Kieran, what is up, my friend? I'm ready for half-baked marketing ideas. Mine are really, really half-baked. <laughs> You're underbaked marketing ideas. They're not even half-baked. They're raw cookie yeah. dough marketing ideas. So, so for everybody listening today, we have a reoccurring segment on the show called Half-Baked Marketing Ideas. What Kieran and I do is we go on to the internet. So Twitter, LinkedIn, I'm at Kit Bodner on Twitter. He's at Search Brad on Twitter. You can find us on LinkedIn as well. And we basically ask for companies who want our half-baked marketing advice. So they give us their company name and website. We go, we spend a few minutes looking at what they're doing now. And we come back and we tell them what they should do differently or try that might be crazy and outlandish to actually drive growth in a really efficient and scalable way in a way that maybe those companies companies hadn't yet thought about. So that is the whole point of this. And normally we laugh, we have a lot of fun, we crack a bunch of jokes, we make fun of each other's ideas because some of the ideas are good and some of the ideas are completely terrible. But that is what we are doing today and it is a lot of fun and we want you to do it along with us. Like hit us up on Twitter or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you have an awesome idea for one of these companies. One of the things we know is it's never bad to have too many great ideas, so please, please share those. There is no secret formula for scaling customer support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new HubSpot Service Hub, bringing service and support together in one platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with AI-powered help desk, all so you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. With that being said, Kieran, we, we got to get straight into it. We have, I think, maybe probably the best slate of companies ever for half-baked marketing ideas. We have a real collection of great brands. I, I would actually argue the one we're doing first is probably has the potential to be the most fun half-baked marketing ideas ever because of the nature of the company. Give everybody the overview of what this company is, their website, all of that, and, and give, give us the rundown. So we are going to do Cameo.com. Cameo.com really took off. Would you say they really kind of took off before and during COVID? Where you can, yeah, they, they started right before COVID and then over yeah, pandemic, they, they, they really, shot up and really growth. shot up. They're basically a marketplace for celebrities creating videos for you, right? So you can go, I think they have 45,000 Celebrities, you can go create in a video for any occasion. It's kind of mind blowing the, <laughs> the the celebrities that are on there selling their time for like thirty nine bucks. I was trying to like figure out how much money they're they're making, and we can get into that because that's one of my ideas. But one of the things about Cameo, like one of the things I I thought through uh, Kip is like, okay, well, you know, I'm the CEO of Cameo. What do I what do I want to do with this business? Right? Like, do I want to try yeah. to eventually take a public? Do I want a big exit? I think they have like a lot of challenges. Their web traffic has decreased by 50%. They're about 4.6 million to 2.6 million monthlies. I suspect they're they're somewhat caught up in this kind of novelty, like really high churn, yes. hard to get recurring uh, customers. Traffic is very like social, which makes sense because all of the videos are probably shared across social. 
brand, people looking for the celebrity plus cameo, not much unbranded. And so I think one of the things I try to think through is like ideas plus how they can make their business more profitable. The little bonus, the little bonus, not just marketing, little business. I threw in some bonuses. Shakered in here. Yeah. Huh? I think they need to expand outside of like novelty videos from celebrities, mm -hmm. right? So I can get straight into it, right? Yeah. Heck yes. I want to hear what is up. Like this is a brand that a lot of people are familiar with, but it's still really early days for them. Like what would you do to help them take it to the next step function up? I think they need to be the kind of Wikipedia for celebrities oh this is a good one this is this is this is not partially baked this is, this is like fully this is three quarters to fully baked i love where this is going so i started dug, digging into the web traffic so i'll take a good example like island boys right yep. so I, I, island boys have this kind of they have traction at the very start when they become famous and there's a lot of traffic to acquire and then they have ongoing mm. traffic from their fans like what it, what really is this it's a way for fans to connect with the people that they most admire, to connect with celebrities, to get videos from them. But really it's like, how do fans connect with celebrities? And that's what I was thinking through. Those fans actually have tons of questions about their celebrities. Like they, yes. care, they care where they live. They care how much money they make. What's their next project they, that's coming out? They care about their height a lot. <laughs> There's all these questions that's like totally how, how, how tall are people? Uh, Do you they remember care. during the pandemic, we had like this whole debate because we only met people on Zoom, how tall everybody how tall was. Were, yeah. It was like this totally fascinating part of subculture. I wouldn't say their name, but I've known, uh, I got to know the CMO over the course of uh, the pandemic and always met him on Zoom and then met him at an event I spoke at. And like, he was actually shorter than me. I was like, I bet you're even taller than me. It's like, <laughs> It's so, it's so weird. You're like, oh my God, like you're t totally different when I kind of meet you in person because you have full portions. But uh, totally. pe people like, so I, so, and there's a lot, like there's tons of searches for this stuff. And if you think about that, it's all the same people who would love videos because they're like really yes. obsessed about those fans. But the Cameo treat their pages just as like transactional pages to create a yes. video, right? There's not really any kind of, you know, good informational content. So I think they could create a real, the go-to site to learn about your celebrity and you could even actually have the celebrities' latest projects on there, whether they're a musician, artist, you know, movie person. So I think that I think that's kind of interesting. And then the other thing is, if they could do that really well, they could have the celebrities turn that page, that transactional page, more into a storefront, where yes. like video is one of the things they sell. Merch could be a thing Ooh. they sell. Discounts and products could be a thing they sell, and actually start to become much more sticky and expand revenue for each and every celebrity. That's my first idea, but I think there's a huge idea there. Whoa, 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 hold on here. Did we just change the C in capitalism to a K for Kieran? Because yeah. <laughs> I love what you just did there. Let's you go. were just like, oh, I am going to make this company a bucket of money by actually helping them to better monetize and become the one-stop storefront for every celebrity which first of all, I love. Second of all, I think they could actually get the celebrities to update like short videos and stuff on that exactly. content page because it's going to drive demand to their storefront and it's going to drive a, a ton of things. For everybody listening, the one idea that I'd love for you to take away here is that Cameo might be seen as this kind of glamorous working with lots of celebrities, but they still have this kind of basic problem where they're focused just on their core product offering right. and not from the value their community wants. And you can steal this idea from Kieran and apply it to any business you have where you can take, hey, 
I'm just talking about my product. I just have these transactional pages. How do I give people access to the next level of information that they really want? And in the case of Cameo, that is like all the details around the celebrities and basically becoming a better resource than Wikipedia for celebrity information. Like that would be the goal, right? You would say how in 12 months could we be a better resource for celebrity information than Wikipedia, And the the cool thing is it turns you from a feature into somewhat of a platform. Like you're the platform for connecting fans to celebrities. I know there's some companies doing doing this, but I think Cameo actually have a really good shot at doing that. And I think that you actually can implement it in a way where all of those celebrities will link to their pages and care about those pages. So there's ways that you can actually accelerate that growth in search and they they actually some of their pages do rank in the top 10 results in google and they're pretty they're not really good pages so it shows you they have a ton of domain equity they can use that in smart ways what i would do to build on this kieran if i was them is i would i would try to disrupt linktree and i would i had linktree yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i would make so yeah. for folks who don't know linktree is the the link that a lot of celebrities use so it's like one link in your social media bio that takes you to kind of a landing page to all of the different stuff you want to access about that person right what i would do if i was cameo is i would give those celebrities a higher rev share exactly. if they use my cameo link in their social bio to drive a crap ton of traffic back to their Cameo page because you can do that when the Cameo page is not just about recording personalized video, when it's more of a home page for that celebrity experience. A hundred percent. The Linktree card, these ones that cre- allow you to create like a dynamic profile and add yeah. to your bio. I was like digging, I think I mentioned this in one of the episodes before, I was digging into those companies. They're crazy companies. They have obviously have trouble monetizing, but why the traffic they generate from the bio and it's one of the only companies that I've ever seen where like 70 or 80% of the traffic comes from social. Totally. It's very rare. It's pretty bananas. So they have something going on there. And I think you're right that you can actually uh, leverage that and instrument it in a really smart way for Cameo. Okay. I did want to steal your Linktree idea. I did mean to go to I- give us idea number two. One other idea. And so I kind of started this conversation out with like, I was really obsessed about trying to figure out how much these celebrities are actually making from Cameo because like, why, <laughs> why are they on there? Like, it's like, they, totally. have, they have a lot of money. Come on, guys. But there's no like leaderboard, right? Like if you actually think yes. about the, the data that they're sitting on, they could do a far better version of like the top 30 celebrities that people care about right now. They could do a really cool thing about like the top 10 celebrities that are rising within films, within sports when like the fans actually care about yes and they could and they could have a leaderboard like i don't know why they just don't have a leaderboard of like showing you top to bottom the most active cameo celebrities that people are actually buying videos from and i think that would actually get them a ton of press and a ton of links because huge the press i there's tons of articles from like fortune forbes all these companies and they're trying to figure out how much money they're earning cameo should just expose all of that in a really cool way and for the most part like use it as cameos 30 for 30 or whatever like somewhat similar to like the way forbes do this mm-hmm. and have a similar kind of way that they create that each and every year even like the ink if you think about the ink 5000 that is like a huge thing that people care about creates a ton of equity for that company has a ton of links ton of goodwill cameo could do something like that for celebrities and i think that's really like a brand pr play and so that was my second idea for, for a cameo. They need to like give it enough leeway that all the fans for each person want to transact and do things to support that person's chance right. of making it higher the on the leaderboard. leaderboard. And you want celebrities to care about being higher on that leaderboard because then they'll talk about it on their social channels. Totally agree. I want to come back to you on a different with a different idea that I had on this topic, Karen, which is cameo needs distribution. 
Cameo yes. is distribution constrained. 45,000 celebrities is, is, is enough to have a real marketplace on what you would call the supply side of that marketplace, the stuff people want to buy, which is personalized videos from celebrities. Where their challenge is stuck is on the demand side of things. One of the things I would do if I was Cameo today is I would say, look, I am going to be the best company in the world at working with YouTube influencers. The best. And I'm going to go and I'm going to figure out a new product line where if you're a YouTuber, you partner with Cameo and all of your community can like, not just get recorded videos, but they can vote on what your next show topic should be. And they could mm. pay to influence what your next show topic should be or pay to vote for what guests you have on. And I would build this awesome rev share so that on all of these top YouTube programs, Cameo was always just integrated into the show experience where it was like, hey, you know, we're closing out today's episode. We're planning next month's shows. If you want to hear about this or this, go vote on Cameo, you know, right. and it's becomes like the community hub for all of these kind of online first celebrities. Yeah, it's I love that. Yeah. So again, it, it really comes back to what you and I have tied our ideas around is like Cameo wants to be the place where fans go to connect with their most favorite celebrities in the coolest way possible in ways that they cannot do today. And that idea is like, how can you actually make them an integral part of the show? How can you have a community attached to your YouTube channel where they can vote things, where they can give you feedback? Does somewhat happen mm -hmm. in the comments, but comments are not a great place. YouTube has tried to instrument something like that in their community tab, but it's not great. But the cool thing with all these ideas is the new product that you can monetize also has a go-to-market deeply intertwined into it. It's not like you like building, we're like trying to figure out like here's a new product line and we don't know how to distribute it. All of this stuff comes with distribution baked in. Like if that's a new product line, distribution baked in. Part of growing a business is living up to your opportunity. And Cameo's opportunity is to get 50 to 100 million plus visits every month to that website. That is their opportunity. We are at HubSpot getting 50 million monthlies as a boring B2B software company. If you have celebrities at your core, you should be crushing the web traffic game. And you should be driving a huge amount of transaction volume through that web traffic game if you're a marketplace. If I was them, I would spend the vast majority of my time focusing on how do I go from a couple million visits a month to 25 million visits a month and then 50 million visits a month. And I think we gave them some really practical tools to do that. And if you are somebody who's listening to the show today or watching the show today, what would you take away from our advice to Cameo? Get beyond your product messaging get aspirational content that is going to help answer your audience and community's most important, not just questions, but curiosities, right? And that I think Kieran's Celebrity Wiki was a great way to get there. The next thing you wanna do is you, you wanna understand what your constraint is. Cameo's constraint is distribution. And so go to people who have distribution. That's where like the, the link tree idea came from. That's where like the partnering with YouTubers came from. Those are ways that you are going to get scalable traffic back to your website in a repeatable way that doesn't just happen one day at a time, but it happens month after month after month. And those are, those are principles and, and strategies that can apply to really any business out there. Can I do two things? Can I do a, yes, please, can I, can please. I do, can I do a bonus idea that I just really ladies thought of? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> lightning just struck Kieran on his head. I know the so, idea came to him, and he's like, "I, I, I cannot move on." <laughs> I, I did. did a nice wrap up. He did his job, but I'm gonna ignore him. Let's do I, it. I, Let's no, do you it. know, Let's you know it. what I'm like. I'm constantly scheming. <laughs> Think about this mind blowing, awesome idea. Oh, let's go.
Cameo outsource via competition your ability to write a script, but the shooting of the film has to be 30 second cameo videos and interlaced with each other. I'm going to restate it to see if I understand it. You're right. Okay. So this would be, this would be, I'm going to reframe it, which is, let's say I'm an inspiring screenwriter. Right. And I've got a, a screenplay that I think is good, but I have no money to, to record this screenplay. What Kieran, I believe, is proposing is saying, hey, I'm going to take my screenplay and I'm going to chunk it up into like line by line yeah. readings. Yeah. And I am going to pay somebody on Cameo to read each one of those lines as the casted person. And they're never going to know that they're part of this screenplay until it's all done. done. And I'm going to edit to, edit it together and I'm going to have the world's first, first Cameo, cameo movie. movie. Yes. Whoa. Yes. There Fantastic. you go. Fantastic. Let's do this. Let's go. I mean, the lawsuit will be epic from that, but I'm totally here for it. Uh, they all we're doing is taking what they asked, like thirty a thirty second. They, they've signed up for that. Uh, who's your dream cameo? Like you can get thirty seconds. Oh, you know me. I'm not a huge celebrity person. No, no. Well, let's let's do. It. Let's. I'm going to reframe it. Do it the other way. I mean, my dream cameo would be to have Conor McGregor do something for you. Well, Conor McGregor do because people feel very uh, some kind of way about him. Conor McGregor 2016. Can I just call that? That is my Conor McGregor. <laughs> not, not, not as whatever has happened to him today. I know, I know. He's, he's gone downhill. But you kind of have to do that because like that's sometimes like those are the people who are normally on Cameo or the people who've kind of gone downhill. You're never going to catch somebody right yeah. in their prime on Cameo. They're too busy. Yeah, uh, mine's Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell would be good. That would be, that would be pretty awesome. Uh, I would also probably do Blippi for my son. He loves Blippi, which is like this, this children's show character. Awesome. I, I thought we gave the cameo folks some fire. I mean, I'm biased. It's our advice, but I thought it was really good. And I think it is applicable to anyone out there listening, especially if you have a marketplace business, which is the type of business model cameo runs. Kieran, are you ready to get a little meta on half-baked marketing ideas? We're not, we're not, we're not actually trying to save... Meta. No, I, I don't know that. We're, I don't know that we're capable of saving the company Meta. I don't know. I don't know who is actually. Fifteen billion spent on Metaverse, and it looks like Second Life. Uh, so uh, the 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 pub, public opinion for for Meta is rough right now uh, out there. I I, th I I think Zuck has a shot at turning around. He needs to stand to his convictions right. and be right in the long term. Yes, but that's a total aside. I, I'm also an optimist. I want to talk about. The company we're using to record the pod right now, Riverside.fm, you know, they responded to my LinkedIn post and they were like, oh, we would love your thoughts. And so for folks who don't know, Riverside.fm is kind of the leading software to record audio and video online, especially when people are in remote locations. Like Kieran's in Ireland, I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. We're able to like record a show that looks like we're in the same same room together. And that's pretty amazing, right? And so that is Riverside FM. And Kieran, I want to tell you some of the ideas that I have for Riverside. Are you ready for this? Yes, let's go. Okay, all right. So first of all, Riverside, because it is like an audio video platform, it is very technical. Like when you go to their website, it is very speeds and feeds, technical. Like there's some value prop, but man, they're the most... Awesome storytellers in the world use this platform. And it is really hard to understand and know that. And so I think Riverside needs to completely change how they position themselves. They do not have aspirational positioning. So first kind of micro strategy, number one is 
make your positioning more uh, aspirational and you are the platform for for how stories are told full stop mm. like that that has to happen you are not the platform for recording 4k video locally to your computer and with no issues like that cannot happen and that is what's happening right now with with riverside the second thing is they have to figure out how to get awareness and distribution from the people who are using their platform right and so my crazy idea for you kieran is i think they should have you know a lot of enterprise software companies have what are called like a lighthouse program where they they give mm. really important high prestige customers discounts and services and everything to basically help tell their story to be customer references i think they have to do that with the best podcasts like if i if i were riverside i'd be like all of the top 100 podcasts on the internet have to be on Riverside. And I will do anything possible to get them on the show. I will give them discounts. I'll give them custom support, all of those things. And all I want in exchange is a, like a little call out in the show description and maybe on the, on the show that this was made with love using Riverside. I think that signal would just completely transform their ability to capture the market. They would just become the default. They would become the Kleenex, you know, when Kleenex became the term instead of tissues, like they would become that for this space. And I think they have to, because I think the space is going to be huge and you want to be the brand that is synonymous with that. Agree, disagree. I agree. So they would give the software away for free to get- Free or a, at cost yeah, or, you know, but it's deep so, something like that. Like, I wonder if they could actually- bake within the checkout flow if you could select discount and then you can automatically ads are integrated into your show in some way that would be kind of cool right that it's like when people are deciding yep. whether they are going to buy it or not they could say oh well i'll have the i'll have the 60 percent discount and the 60 percent discount means i need a pre-roll ad and that somehow gets like baked into your show from the recordings on riverside i'm sure it's pretty technically very hard yeah, I think it is hard, but it brings me to kind of part of my next point, Kieran, is Riverside has a free version. They have a freemium model. Kieran, our, our product-led growth expert, loves that you products where you can go, sign up for free, and the product does the work. And you know what the, the main thing that you have to you, you have in that free version, Kieran, is a Riverside watermark on oh, your video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Can I ask you a question? Who's going to see it? You've watched a lot of videos on the internet, maybe more videos on the internet than any person I know. Have you ever watched a video with a Riverside watermark? I don't think I've ever even seen a water. I don't think I've ever noticed a watermark. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what the watermark looks like. <laughs> I couldn't even see the word. I wouldn't notice a watermark if it was like very overtly stuck on that screen. <laughs> so what I'm saying, what I'm trying to point out is like, that is not effective. No, it's like not that is not an effective lever for either upgrades or marketing because it's like just not a thing, you know? So the the second thing I would do is actually make something way more way more effective where I would either put the watermark even on my low cost paid plan and like get more upgrade leverage and, and, and monetize better, or I would take the watermark off entirely and find some other way to denote that the show was made with Riverside because the content that's being made on Riverside is being seen by tens and hundreds of millions of people mm. and they need to get a part of that awareness and they're not getting it today. I wonder if they should actually bolt on services that will actually take your podcast and create a little production service that will take your podcast. You're podca stealing my ideas! Ah, I'm taking your Go! I wouldn't Let's say anything. Go. By the way, I just want to say, because uh, I'm starting to look at the website, uh, your first idea is one they could take an instrument, like they should not be the online recording studio. Yeah. So they need to be the storytelling 
business, not the recording studio. That, that's what they do. That's not what they stand for. Exactly. That, that's my point. The third thing Kieran just alluded to is giving everybody listening and watching some behind the scenes. So like every time we get a podcast going, we, we just recorded with Sam Parr from My First Million. We all complain about our setup. Like our studio setup, things break, headphones never work. It's always like 10 minutes of that. And then producer Darren's watching us being like, you all are idiots. If I was there, this would not be an issue. Like what is what is happening? And Riverside should make the perfect studio in a box. Yes. And they should like they like there's there's a guy out there, Kevin Shin, who is like the leader in studio production. They should acquire Kevin's they, they business. They should acquire his business. And have him productize that at the high end for their best creators and at the low end for the masses and they should solve this problem it would be a game changer i agree this is the one and then they could actually have really like creative... Kieran, kieran's getting excited they, I, they, I can see it because i want that service right like if i if, 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 <laughs> I, if I want I'm, it so bad if i'm buying riverside like i want to be serious about this i add the kind of studio in a box it's a no-brainer to me and then i get some sort of discount then you can actually show like maybe the studio in the box comes with some sort of like thing on the desk that's branded Riverside. And so it's actually in the video or maybe there's something like branded within the video or maybe the desk is branded as Riverside. Like there's some sort of branding within the video. And that's way better yes. than like a, a watermark. Yes. And then that service is, I think, a huge additive to people who want to use that. Like it's really like their go-to platform, not just for the software, but for for the services. And actually then you can actually blend into like community. <laughs> well, yeah. Then when, when you acquire Kevin's business, he's got like an awesome like curriculum and online course for this. You know what you also do? You make him the host of your premier content, which is Studio Makeover. You have a YouTube show that is all mm. about studio transformation. There's an amazing person on TikTok and Twitter named July the Ginny, who is an amazing musician who sang as part of the Crypto Boy song, like one of the more popular like audio kind of like duet versions of that song. He's singing it. And he is like in a basement, like with a shower curtain as a backdrop, like he would be the perfect person to go in and completely transform that's, yeah, his setup yeah, that's and cool. tell an amazing story, have him like write a song about the experience. It would be sick. It would totally crush, dude. It's, this is really easy, right? You just go find uh, popular podcasters on YouTube who get a lot of views and then say, hey, do you want me to come and like reconvert your setup? And then can you make a video about that and post it to your channel? Yeah. Kieran, you were, you said you were on the Riverside website checking it out, right? Yeah. Can I ask you a question as you're looking at that website as our, as our kind of final thing? What what content do you see that they make? Uh, let me see. By content, it means they have their podcast, they have YouTube shows, or maybe they have some like really cool blog content or what have you. Name generator? Name generator. What's, what is my podcast about? Uh, so they have Surfing. a podcast name generator, but what's the show that they're doing? Like, what, like, how are they leading the way on this? They're not. And they have a huge opportunity to do that. Yeah, that I would agree. be my, my last closing thought for them is that, man, it, you, it's going to be hard for you to be taken seriously as the number one player in this space if you are not an expert in storytelling and not demonstrating that through remarkable stories and shows that you're making. I agree. I agree with all of it. And the podcast generator, if you have a show about surfing, the lazy boog, I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, for everybody watching and listening, again, check us out on YouTube, check us out on Apple Podcasts if, if you haven't. What I would tell you is that you can apply some of these lessons to your business. One, make sure your positioning isn't too product focused and instead aspirational for the problem you're trying to solve for the world. Second, 
have a clear way to distribute your product and awareness of your product through your community, through your audience. In Riverside's case, it's how do they get their creators to help spread the word on Riverside. And the third lesson is walk the walk. If you are trying to be a premier company in a category, you have to demonstrate your knowledge and expertise. For Riverside, they want to be the premier places that great stories are made. They got to make their own stories and show everybody that they know how to do it. And in doing that, they were going to make the product better because they learn from that creation process what the product needs to do. And those are the things that anybody, I think, can take away from the Riverside example. Okay, so I think our listeners got a ton from the show today. What A couple of my real takeaways is one of the things that we've really done is not just thought of expansion, like in product expansion, but we've intertwined that with go-to-market. I think that's really important. You always yes. want to think of those two things in conjunction with each other. It's like, how does a, a product and your product line unlock distribution? So we talked about Cami on the Wikipedia. We talked about the working with YouTube, YouTube influencers. You talked about... Riverside expanding into like services, attaching the services business. We talked about them working through YouTube. So I think like, how do you unlock distribution with product expansion? Like how are those two things intertwined? So product expansion isn't just like a drag on the current customers you already have. It just becomes a cross sell and upgrade path, which is important, but definitely expansion is really important. I think this, we've talked a lot about brand, product marketing, and then category generation. Like this is a really good example. And you call that in Riverside FM is, yeah, you are an online recording studio and people care about all those things, but what, what do you really stand for? Like, what is the kind of mission of your company? And to your point, it's really not how do you get people to functionally have better podcasts that are mechanically better. It's how do we empower the world to tell their story? Like, how do we empower everyone to be able to tell their story? And I think that's really, really cool. And so I think there are some of there are some of the lessons that I think are applicable to any any of our listeners and any of the businesses that are listening that you can kind of take away for and and take away and apply to your to your business. I completely agree. And one of the things what we did this time when we solicited companies for half-baked marketing ideas, we got a ton of amazing suggestions, which means we are going to do a series of episodes that will release over the next couple of months. And we wanted to give a little tease of the companies we'll be talking about next time for our hardcore listeners. So if you have ideas, you want to submit an idea that you think would be good for them, Submit it to us on, on on Apple Podcast Review, and we will shout you out. We will talk about your idea on the show. For me, the next time we get together, I am going to be talking about Pavilion, which is an online community for go-to-market professionals. And so go check out joinpavilion.com. And if you want to give us your half-baked marketing idea for them, we will shout you out on the show. Kieran, who are you talking about next time? I'm going to talk about Athletic Greens, a really incredible brand. Kip, I'm going to be talking about a cooking show. I'm going to be talking Whoa. about M&A ideas. I'm going to be talking about a bizarre brand campaign that will get the internet talking. And I'm going to talk about a travel show. I cannot wait for our next episode of Half-Baked Marketing Ideas. It's one of my favorite things that we get to do on this show. Kieran, I loved your ideas today. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or hit us up on Twitter at Kip Bodner at Search Brat with your thoughts on today's half-baked marketing ideas. And until next time, this has been Marketing Against the Grain.